Happy New Year, everybody! Yeah, it's 2024. Uh, we're a little late in the game, but yeah, it's 2024. <laughs> it is. And not only is it 2024, it is the special episode, anniversary episode, Fred. 50th episode of Film and Spirits podcast. It's a big, it's been a big number. Yeah. It's uh, reasons to celebrate, for I, sure. I'm proud of us. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Um, yeah, so officially, I mean, I didn't write it like this when I was actually like editing our podcast, but it's officially, I think, our fourth season, I guess. I, guess. I don't know. I've lost track of how we work out the seasons. Because we don't take yeah, like formal I know. Like, on it's, and off breaks like John Oliver or something like that. Yeah, I think we can just like drop the seasons and just go like episode per episode. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no 50th. Um, and if I'm if not mistaken, I think we have something special for today, yeah, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we'll talk about our most anticipated of 2024 next time, I think. Uh, yeah, I think We can so. see if anyone's yeah. interested in joining the show or not. But instead of opening up the new year with our most anticipated we wanted to do something a little more different because of the anniversary episode that we have going on today and we yeah. wanted to instead of looking outwards and beyond we actually wanted to bring it in a little bit closer and we wanted to talk about our physical media collection we're not going to go yeah. over everything which is behind me yeah because sean and i were seeing each other because of the video recording yeah. but i have my whole collection behind me but i i know them pretty much not by heart but close yeah so i can uh, i can give a couple of mine's uh, over in the living room so i put mine just jotted down on my phone so i have a little list just some things that i thought i would just bring up we're not going to go over all of our list because we'll be here no, all no, day. No. I think what we're most proud of, what we like, I don't know. Yeah, some like of our, our favorite finds, maybe you have like a special collector's edition, just a movie that means a lot to you. Maybe like a, a, yeah. a specific box set that just encompasses everything. Maybe some embarrassment purchases as well. Things oh, that you're sure. not, <laughs> I have a couple of not, so, not so proud to be having in the collection, but nonetheless yeah, are yeah, part yeah. of your collection. And just go from there. Just just talk it out. Uh, sure, man. That's a good, great idea for our anniversary episode. I also think it's, uh, uh, it's a good. good idea because going into 2024, I've already seen a few stories talking about how like X movie or X show has disappeared off X streaming service. And mm. I think while we talk about the physical media, it's also something maybe we, like physical media, sure, it's, I don't want to say it's completely dead, but it certainly doesn't have the the gravitas that it used to have. But I wonder yeah. if in a couple of years, if physical media won't get a resurgence like vinyl has. If it's, if it's the end of the world, maybe, and people are stuck in bunkers and <laughs> watching uh, physical media. I'm saying this because I've seen a movie, a movie on Netflix um, recently that actually points out to that direction. Oh, yeah. The, but, uh, uh, Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts. Leave the world yeah. behind, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I hope so. Maybe for like more special editions, deluxe editions, kind of box sets, maybe. Uh, it depends what you have. But yeah, I, I think it's going to become like a collector's thing eventually. So... I don't want to speculate that we'll get rich out of this stuff. I don't think so. But, yeah. I mean, a few pieces here and there I think might be um, favored or I guess like to, uh, looked upon like really, really nicely in the future. We'll see. But I, I can't predict it. But, yeah, 
for now I'm I'm all for physical media. I still I'll, I still buy Blu-rays here and there yeah. because I think it's maybe even cheaper to just buy it than to rent it. And if you want to see it again another time, you have to rent it again. Yeah, like, as, no. as long as you watch it twice, I think it surpasses. You're good. Exactly. Yeah. That's the right number. If you watch it twice, you're good. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, I don't buy everything either, but I'll I probably get three or four movies a year, I would say. And a lot of that seems yeah. to come in at around Christmas time as well. Like, I don't know about you, but I... a year. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're... I think I'm more... <laughs> I think I've spent more than you because of three or four. I think I'm more than that. Maybe I'm closer to like six, seven, eight-ish. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like throwing out a random average number, but that seems about right. But then I'll get like four for Christmas as well. So I'll probably get bumped up to like eight. Like I got... Yeah. Like the new Mission Impossible, for example, I got that on physical I, media. I, I got it too. Yeah, yeah, I have it because I had the the whole collection until seven. So I'm like, I need. To we need it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we need to add it to the collection. I got Across the Spider Verse yeah. as well on Blu-ray. I'm like, I already had the first one. Gotta have the second one. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend got um, Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, that's that's a discussion we can have later on. But uh, I'm not sure I'm gonna buy Oppenheimer on Blu-ray. To be honest, it was sold out in 4K. You couldn't. It's fr- it's freaking crazy. Yeah, you couldn't find this, it. It's this sold this out movie. before Christmas time. Wow. Yeah. Get on. No, get on I, Nolan and Co. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if I'm I'm gonna buy this one. Even though I did like the movie, but I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, before we get into the uh, the gist of it, what do you ha- what do you have in front of you for this uh, special episode? So over the the Christmas break, uh, between Christmas and New Year, pilgrimaged over to Ontario with a couple of mates. We all just yeah, I heard drove that. over yeah. to Lancaster, Ontario, and to Cornwall, <laughs> Ontario, where dreams come true. Where dreams come true. <laughs> Note to anyone who maybe lives in the states or not in this neck of the woods, uh, not exactly tourist hotspots, but the <laughs> liquor store over there had bottles of whiskey of something you couldn't get here in the Montreal. So pilgrimaged over, and I got myself two bottles of John Powers Gold Label at forty dollars. Right. Forty dollars a bottle, and my friends saw me walk, just holding the two bottles, double fisting both of them. Two other friends purchased this bottle. My friend messages me a couple of days later after the purchase, and just goes, "Dude, this is fucking good whiskey." <laughs> Quote, mm. and I think for the the price, forty dollars. This is one of the smoothest whiskeys I've ever had. And for 40 bucks. For 40 bucks. Power is gold. Yeah. Uh, good. And it's not available in Quebec right now. And next time you come over, definitely you'll be trying it. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Save some for me. It's yeah. probably my favorite Irish whiskey ever. And okay. I'll remember yeah, you said that. <laughs> I, and I, th- I think part of that, is, like I said, is the smoothness. There's zero burn. It's got a great taste. It tastes like an $80 bottle. For half the price. I don't understand the sorcery. Um, but here we are. Here we are. Because I think Jameson pushes $37 here now for like a regular size bottle. Really? If I'm not mistaken. The prices wow, went up. I was getting, in the, the liquor store today. Expensive. Yeah, well, wow. I there was, um was it the the Arbador? It's, yeah. yeah. I bought that last year at 68 if I'm not mistaken. And it was, I think, 78 today 
Yeah, so. booze is uh, booze um, prices are getting up for sure. Yeah, uh, they're getting out of hand. So wow. getting quality stuff at affordable prices. Sure, I had to road trip, but that aside, totally worth it if you can get your hands on this. This is a Shaman Gallagher seal of approval, gold star, <laughs> all the bells and whistles. You owe it to yourself to go and get this bottle. All right, Endorsed. so we need to put like a gold like sticker on the on the bottle. Well, it's so called like gold it's label. Gallagher's approval. Yeah. It's gold label. It's gold label. It's it's delicious. All right, man, it's good. A cool drink. Um, on my end, actually, I, I made myself a cocktail, but based with whiskey. So there's actually an ingredient there that's whiskey. Um, have you ever heard of a Boulevardier? I've heard the chance. name before. I could not tell you what's inside of it if you pointed a gun to my head. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to point a gun at your head, <laughs> and now you're going to rem- remember it. Um, so I have I have a couple of books on whiskeys at home. I have like a, a bourbon Bible, basically. And at the end of the book, they give um, some recipes for cocktails. And one of them is a Boulevardier. So what you need is um, one ounce of bourbon. So I just bought like a normal Jim Beam white label mm-hmm. uh, bourbon Your for this generic like $25 bottle exactly well, now it's like more closer to 29 but yeah it yeah. used to be 25 <laughs> <laughs> um, one ounce of Campari uh, so the orange liquor ish like uh, it's closer to Grand Marnier but it's Campari you know it and uh, one ounce of sweet vermouth red Okay. Uh, so um, the the martini sweep remove if you want martini rosso, uh, and then you you don't shake it you stir it and you put like on ice and then you pour in a glass and you have a boulevardier. There we go with a lovely like reddish orange color. Yeah, and it's a really good drink. Honestly, I mean I, I discovered it like uh, like not so like maybe during the holidays, and I really enjoyed this drink. What are we looking at? Uh, Sweet, sour, strong, bitter. I wouldn't say strong. Um, I would say a little bitter for sure because you have vermouth plus Campari. So I mean that's the bitter side you can't ignore. Um, sweet, yeah, but again, using bourbon, you have a little punch, a little spicy punch. But I wish I you I could use maybe like a stronger bourbon than this mm. because again, I, I only picked like the white label Jim Beam, so that's pretty smooth. So not maybe like that spicy. a Knob Creek instead. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So something a little more spicy, maybe even a rye bourbon. That mm. would be like freaking awesome. But uh, it, it's good. It's a good drink. If you're a bourbon fan like I am, and now Sean is a bourbon fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like the taste of like Campari and um, red vermouth, you're good. It's gonna be a good drink. It's close. It's close to Negroni, but it's you 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 substitute the gin for bourbon. Basically. Okay. And it's it's good. It's a good drink. Yeah. Well, cheers, cheers to man. you. Happy New Year. But we have Happy New Year. But before we actually get into the subject, um, it's here's a toast to you because you got a promotion at your oh, job. Shucks. And it's worse it's worth celebrating. So cheers to you, well, man. Well, thank cheers you. Thank great you. Year. Here's hoping that twenty twenty four is a good year. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, it's it's starting this way for now, so let's uh, let's keep it at that. Indeed. <laughs> But yeah, for our 50th episode, um, we'll dive in into our personal collection, basically. So our Blu-ray, DVDs, special edition DVDs or Blu-ray collection. Um, talk about it, what we're proud of and maybe what we're secretly ashamed of. 
and that's a cool yeah. topic. We've been so, there. Yeah. We've been there. Sometimes you go to whether it be Walmart or the late great HMV. May it rest in peace. Yeah, you would see movies IP, maybe yeah. uh, in the bargain bin, and maybe you're at a certain age and you go, "Oh man, five dollars for that movie." can't wait to add it to the collection and then you look back on your decisions and you go what was i thinking what was i thinking yeah and I th- I'll, I'll, I'll start it off with uh, one of mine um with that exact example bargain bin i think not bargain bin actually right when you go to hmv and they were like you spent over x amount of dollars you qualify to get one of these for five dollars yeah so i already had the first 300 and I remember I got that at HMV for $3 on Black Friday. And I was like, great wow. purchase, own it. Still a great movie in my opinion. And because I'm also a bit of a completionist, I saw that they had the second one for, I think, 5 bucks. And I was like, I know this is not a great movie, but I have the first one and I want the second one. And that's one of those I regret buying that and the sequence the is the second 300 yeah. i'm not even sure i saw this film or if i did i don't remember you, it at all it's i remember it, evergreens in it she but that's is it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not a great movie i'm a little ashamed yeah. to have it on my shelf in my living room um zack snyder does not direct this one the cgi is super wonky the acting's not great um, the action is hit or miss. Um, yeah, there's, there's not too much to praise with this one. And it still sits on the shelf because it sits next to the, the first copy of 300. And it feels almost yeah. wrong to separate them at this point. But yeah, 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 for sure. You need to keep them together. I get that for sure. All right. Yeah. The second 300. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I can't I in good faith really point. recommend that movie. No, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we're starting with basically some of our like secret. Uh, well, I just I just threw it out there. You don't have to go to right. your, your embarrassment. No, no, but I'll I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Um, so there's two stages basically. I think in your collection and in mine, um, there's a DVD section that was purchased. I would say long ago. In the Blu-ray section. Yeah. More recent. I segregate them so except I, if there's where the series carries over. Like if I have one yeah. movie that I have on DVD, like the first one, and like the third one is Blu-ray, I'll house them together regardless, like on one of the shelves. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I don't do that, but I should. Um, so I think that everything I have for on DVD, maybe some of the earliest choices like when I used to have a DVD player like at home when I was living in my parents house I have a, a couple of like bad um, but I do the one that comes to mind all the time is that I do have the two Charlie's Angels movies <laughs> on oh, DVD so with the Cameron Diaz new yeah, CPU, yeah. and Drew Barrymore uh, Charlie's Angels I have both of them on DVD is it so one of those you bought the DVD and there's two DVDs inside a case or did you do no, two separate like purchases one, one each two separate oh, purchases oh man you went yeah. back for seconds I did but <laughs> it, that was in 2003 man <laughs> <laughs> give me a chance like at the at that time I mean that that was one of my first DVDs like what was uh, your first I, DVD do you remember Tomb Raider Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider 
the first one yeah the first one with angelina jolie i still like i don't know it's a guilty pleasure this film oh, for sure. i still enjoy it i know it's bad some of it but i like it it's not a good film but it's still i don't know maybe because we saw it so young that we still admire it for what it is but i mean like just it's it's, it's, it's like good. space yeah, jam I, I, I don't i don't hate that movie yeah, it's like yeah. space jam that movie's not good but i love space jam it's a cold classic yeah. it's a cold classic space jam yeah but then you look the at first one, the first the second one, one. <laughs> but then you look at the reviews for space jam and you're like am i wrong <laughs> Well, I think even people like secretly admired this film. I don't think they completely hate it, but yeah, yeah. I do remember Space Jam. Space mm -hmm. Jam, yeah. My first DVD, and I remember this because it was the, I think it was the same day I got glasses, and I was watching TV for so long, things were fuzzy. I was starting to squint. Got glasses, and the, the same day, got Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone on DVD, and I still have that same one on the shelf. I still have it too. It's on my cottage, but like the the like not the box set, but it's a box and like a, a super complete like uh, presentation. But yeah, with two discs. Yeah, yeah like I it has it the too. flaps on and everything on the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah the flaps. So yeah. I have that, and it has the, the second DVD for all the bonus features and everything. And naturally, every year I would be gifted one of the the Harry Potters when they would come out, like they were coming on DVD and like. My dad or my mom would come home and they would just be like, new Harry Potter's out and we'd get that. And so that was pretty cool. And you would think that I would have ended up with eight Harry Potter movies on the shelf. But I actually have nine Harry Potter movies on the shelf. And that's because wow. I have the 20th anniversary reunion special on physical media nice yeah i haven't seen it anywhere i've never seen this on a shelf but it was given to me as a gift apparently it's legit so it's there at the end of the the harry potter section on my shelf wow yeah so that's great it looks man. nice it's really rare yeah yeah for sure i do have the uh, harry potter movies but it's I don't know, like, how I've collected them is really, like, all over the place. I have, like, the first seven with, like, the parts, uh, seventh movie part one on DVD. And I have the <laughs> the seventh movie part two on Blu-ray. But there's, some of it is, like, on my cottage. Some of it is here. But sometimes I'm like, ah, the quality would be so shit. I, I should just watch them on Crave, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I'm kind of tempted to rebuy some of the older ones I have, like Philosopher's Stone, for example, because the DVD was full screen. So when I put it in the player and I watch it on the screen, uh, yeah. it's it's got the... Um, super grainy. Yes. Yeah. A, well, super grainy for one, but it's got that 4-3 aspect ratio. It's not in widescreen. So you have black bars on the left and right-hand side of the screens. Oh, I, really? I have I didn't know that. no problem watching old TV shows like that, but watching movies like that bugs me it's, it sucks yeah. yeah i get you yeah <laughs> we're complaining i mean it's such a big problem for us but yeah, yeah i mean if the, the quality of the, the movie is like eh. uh yeah we we're, we're tempted to rebuy the movie yeah and <laughs> better better hd have so you ever repurchased like a movie for that reason um i would say a couple not a lot but mostly i, I would say it's from vhs to blu-ray mm. Um, because my dad had an impressive VHS collection at home. 
and I grew up on that. I love good movies, but I I rebought those movies in Blu-ray. I so can I imagine could watch Blade them Runner was one of them. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Blade Runner, like, <laughs> I did the VHS to DVD. I did DVD to Blu-ray. I did the Blu-ray to 4K. It's, so, it's had yeah, all no, the, the medias. Yeah, exactly. No, this movie is like it's it's the exception to the rule. But apart from that, DVD to Blu-ray, Star Wars maybe. Mm. I guess I've done um, VHS to Blu-ray. The DVDs I would mainly just go and rent them because there are so many different versions and qualities. But yeah, I have uh, all the main movies on Blu-ray, and I have Solo on DVD for whatever reason because I didn't care enough to spend the extra money. Solo on DVD. On really? DVD. Okay. Yeah, and it's weird. Like I have Disney Plus. Like it doesn't really matter, but. I, Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I have somebody who needs to join the conversation. We need someone to join the conversation. I see. There's going to be a Han Solo, isn't there? There <laughs> so we go. You're, <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that you only have Solo on Blu-ray. You're <laughs> boop. Yeah. No, I have Solo on DVD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I said, sorry, so, Solo on DVD. But yeah, I just actually, for people who can't see, um, I have... Um, a vintage Han Solo uh, collectible, so it's like a, a figurine or something. And I'm I'm pointing the blaster to Sean yep. to the screen, saying they only have Solo on DVD. <laughs> That's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, they got all uh, the other ones yeah. on Blu-ray, like uh, Rogue One, and they even have like seven, eight, nine. I, nine's one of those ones where I'm like, eh, I bought it just to complete. I have it. it. I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. I did buy it, but uh, just to, as a completion. Yeah, exactly. As you to complete the sets early on. Um, yeah, no, the Star Wars. I think it's an exception. I mean, the Star Wars movies. Um, again, I know I can watch them on Disney Plus. I'm I'm subscribed to Disney Plus, but I like the f- the even though if I want to watch a Star Wars movie from like for example the 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 original trilogy. I won't even stream it on Disney Plus. I'll just pick my Blu-ray and pull it, put it in the machine. And there's there something psychological, and I can't really put my finger on what it is, but there's something gratifying about going to your shelf, taking the movie off the shelf, like feeling it in your hands, and manually popping it into the disc and pressing play. Maybe that's something of our generation. Maybe younger people who are listening to this can't relate to that. But no, it's something that it just clicks with me. It, it works better than pressing play on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And eventually, I mean, well, hopefully not. But, I mean, if those movies on Disney Plus, like, I don't know, get lost or Disney Plus is shut down for the, whatever reason, you still have them. So, yeah. So that's that's why I'm still, like, a pro for physical media. But I'm more selective than I used to be because at one point in time, uh, later in the game, when I was buying DVDs or early Blu-rays, I was I was buying like a lot, mm-hmm. like pretty much every movie I actually liked. Now I'm more selective. Even if I do like a movie that I see, I'm not necessarily buying it. Um, but if we can jump to another topic in this discussion, like we we talked about some of our embarrassment, you three hundred me. The, the Charlie's Angels DVDs. Um, I wouldn't. I, I won't put Tomb Raider in that that category because I'm still happy to own them. But if you have something like a DVD, a Blu-ray, a special edition, a steel box that you have that you're really proud of, that you wouldn't sell for any reason, if you even if you're broke, mm. what would that be? 
It's a, re- a very recent addition to the collection, but the Ooh. 4K restorations of the Lord of the Rings are... Mm. It was like watching Lord of the Rings for the first time. Wow. It was transportive. Um, you know, like the helicopter shots and you just see like the fellowship walking across like mountains yeah. and whatnot. I was, I, there's details in shots like that. I'm like, I never noticed there were flowers in that shot or you, you there's conversations going on and you can see patterns in the costumes that I had never noticed before. And it was so enriching watching it in 4K. I never, I have the Blu-ray extended editions of Lord of the Rings. So the, I don't have the, the 4K. The problem with but... the Blu-ray, and you can look this up on YouTube, is that when they converted it to Blu-ray, something happened with the color correction. If you compare like the DVD to the Blu-ray, there's a greenish tint to the the quality of the image. Interesting. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. so the the four Ks bring it a lot closer to the original film reels. They don't convert off the film, but it's a lot closer to the colors. And like I said, the colors, especially two places, the Shire and Mordor. Like the greens and the reds explode off the screen. Explode off the screen. Okay. I'll watch again because yeah, I don't remember it's seeing truly that. Truly magnificent. If you can find if you if you have a four K TV Go. Uh, I do. Yeah. Go on YouTube and look up a comparison between like DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K. Because at least your TV will be able to like project the 4K, and you can see the differences. I did that, and I was like, "Oh, I need this in my collection now." And now it's in the collection. Super happy with it. I do wish it came with the special features that were on the Blu-ray, the appendices. Yeah. It doesn't come with yeah. that. But in terms of but like, you don't care if your special features have like <laughs> that green tint nah. or. <laughs> but like the quality of the picture is is amazing. It also comes with a Dolby Atmos soundtrack. Oh, but yeah. Nice. For Lord of the Rings, that's a difference yeah. for sure. Yeah. So no, it's. Yeah, yeah. I'm very very happy to have that. All right, good pick, man. Good pick. Uh, I have again. I don't have the 4K. I have the Blu-ray, but I'll look it up. See what the difference is. Uh, that's cool. Cool choice. What about you? Well, you know what? I can't ignore. Um, I'm not. I think this one again. I would never sell it, but I think that in a few years, in like 10, 15-ish years, give or take, I think this can be worth something. The Bond Fifty mm. Blu-ray collection. So um, no, I'll, well, no, I won't put it. You know what it looks. Oh, like, I know what it but looks basically like. Basically, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, right until Skyfall, so all the James Bond movies were in one box set uh, at the 50th anniversary in 2012. I bought the, the the set, basically, and you have all the movies on Blu-ray, and it's fun. It's like you have the flappy things, but it's a booklet, basically, and every time you have like nice pictures of the actors, some of stills of the movies and stuff, it's, it's really nice. Um, I think it's one of my coolest DVD, uh, Blu-ray collections of everything I have, but that's something I would never sell. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I, like, even if I'm dead broke, I don't think I would part with it. I think I would, I would keep it. 
but uh yeah so i think that might be my my biggest the biggest item in my collection uh, there's up uh, some other things here and there but in terms of special edition something that's truly special i think that's the one i don't own all the bond movies believe it or not i own you should, I should <laughs> but i don't i own all the conneries i own almost all the brosnans save for die another day and I own all the Craigs, but I don't own any of the other ones from uh, Lazenby, Moore, and Dalton. Moore and oh, you should. There's uh, a couple. There's of a couple good ones. ones. There, I would definitely add a few more here and there. I wouldn't add all of them, buying them individually. But there's a couple more I think that I could or should add to the collection. All right, that's a good uh, present idea for your next birthday. <laughs> I'll keep that. I'll keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, that would be my pick. Um, but apart from that, you mentioned Blade Runner. Uh, I don't know if you have that movie in your collection. I got twenty forty nine in the collection. Oh, okay, you don't have the original one. I got twenty forty nine. Another uh, <laughs> another idea for your birthday. Um, I have like a lot of other editions of the, that movie. So I do have the final cut on Blu-ray, and I have the four disc special mm, edition on DVD that. where. You have the final cut, you have all the original cut, the international cut, the director's cut, all the, the cuts of the movies basically in one box set. What's your favorite cut? And like, oh, big question. Um, well, the final cut, yeah. I guess, because it's, again, I mean, really Scott worked so hard on it. He fixed all the weird um, shots that he couldn't make back in 82. Um, I would say the final cut. I mean, it's the, the best version of the film, but it's cool to rediscover the, the old one where there's actually a narration yeah, by Harrison Ford's character. Yeah, that's the first edition I saw, actually. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. So the original the original film. Yeah, oh, good that was you. the first one I saw, Same. and I thought the narration was jarring. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It, I do respect why I do like that they removed it. So, yeah, but it's still I think cool removing to it rediscover right it that it was actually the film. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more pulpy and like more film noir. But I don't think Harrison Ford is a good narrator. No, it's true though. Yeah, he starts his first hour. They don't advertise and <laughs> and in uh, uh, murder in the newspaper. That's what I did. Like, yeah, he's yeah. really like I don't know. His tone is off, but it I feels like he's just that. reading yeah. off the piece of paper. Yeah, no, I do remember that. So yeah, for that reason, again, that's not my favorite cut. But I do have the four disc collector's edition, and I have like hours of special edition. So yeah, for sure, yeah, I would say that that is one of my uh, my best uh, the best item in my collection. But going back to you, something else that comes to mind? Mm, let me see. Well, not per se one of my favorites, but we were talking. We opened up with like embarrassments, essentially, like Charlie's Angels and Three Hundred. And I was going to ask, what's a movie kind of like Tomb Raider that you know is a bad movie, but you're happy to have it in your collection this time? Hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. And after that, I think we can ask questions of how many movies total do you possess? Yeah. That's an other interesting well, question. But let me, well, let me well, check you ponder real it. quick. And then for me, uh, I can talk as you like ponder it. But the 2002 Vin Diesel movie, Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> you do have that? That's I do good. have that. <laughs> and wow. you know what? I saw that in cinema when I was 11. And maybe it was just like the right time, the right age, but 
I don't know that being a fan of James Bond and seeing this like Tony Hawk version of James Bond with like tattoos and uh, heavy metal and techno music and extreme sports, but still keeping with that like James Bond aesthetic. I don't know. Every, yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and again, that's one of those movies. It's actually fun to put it on, and I don't hate myself watching it. I, I go, you know what? This is ter- this is bad, but I'm having fun watching it. This is this is a warm blanket, an old friend who comes over. I didn't watch it since it was released. I saw it once. I think I do remember Sam Jackson is that is in that film, yeah. but Triple uh, X. <laughs> <laughs> the first one yeah before the ice cube before ice, ice cube, cube yeah on. i haven't yeah. even seen the third yeah. one but yeah not the f- there's a third there's movie? a third really? one yeah i haven't seen it i thought there was only two no no, no there's three well. there's two with vin diesel one with ice cube so wow. yeah so i haven't seen that one but enjoy the first one uh, i like the czech republic's um architecture and i think it serves itself well for like uh, a spy action thriller so I don't know. Don't hate me. I enjoy it. <laughs> Triple X. Uh, I, there, there's actually uh, some DVDs that come to mind, but earlier in the day when I was young and I actually liked the Marvel movies, I used to buy like all the Marvel movies, but that was even before Iron Man. So that was mm. pre-2008. Like Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. <laughs> I have the first one on DVD, and I have Daredevil with the Ben Affleck movie on DVD as I well. I also have the Daredevil Ben Affleck. I have the director's cut. Wow, I didn't and know there know, was a director's cut. The director's cut, cut is film. actually pretty good. It adds half an hour into the the runtime, and it's, oh wow, I should watch it's that. All I should borrow it Matt too. Murdock uh, added scenes, and he's investigating Kingpin's uh, assistant Wesley Owen Welch. And there's this whole like murder investigation where Coolio from Gangsta's Paradise, like the yeah, yeah, rapper, yeah. he gets framed for murder, and Matt is defending him in court against Wesley Owen Welsh. Wow! And there's this whole I, I subplot that. about it's a whole lawyer subplot, and it, and it's R-rated. <laughs> wow! Yeah. I should watch that. You should. I should borrow it yeah, for, yeah, from you. But yeah, you. that would be great. Um, oh yeah, Coolio, rest in peace, yeah. man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right, that's good. Yeah, I, I do have the original DVD with the theatrical ver- theatrical version, not the director's cut. I also uh, have yeah, the uh, think... director's cut of Thomas Jane's Punisher. <laughs> I do, I do, yeah. I have the Norman, the normal DVD yeah. from that film, but I do have it as well. Yeah, I got the director's I like cut that version. Film. Yeah, I like it too. I, I like that <laughs> movie. Yeah, I still like it though. I still find it really enjoyable. Have I you think seen that the director's Thomas cut? Jane, Tom Jane was no, but what's added? Um, I think it's around 20 to 30 minutes, and it's uh, Frank Castle investigating the person who betrayed him to John Travolta's character. Okay, so there's it's a lot of in- investigating. It's a lot in more both, investigating. In both movies. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he has to figure out who betrayed him and how that comes into play, essentially. And I don't know. I, I saw it, and I was like, cool, I'm gonna, I'll pick this one up. And I, so I have that on the shelf as well. And I, I just say, I, I like Thomas Jane as Frank Castle. I, I know it goes against... He was really good. Yeah. I know that now it's more like John Berthold, yeah. the official Punisher. And John but Berthold's I, a lot I, I do like Berthold, comic, but, but yeah, I like Thomas yeah. Jane. Thomas Tom Jane was a good Punisher. Yeah. I did like uh, the film. That was in two thousand and four. I remember. I think that was one of the first 
18 plus movie that I saw with my family, and I did enjoy that film. Yeah, I really liked I it. I enjoyed it too. Um, my f- yeah. my first R-rated movie, also on my shelf, uh, The Matrix. Is it's R-rated? The Matrix is true. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's that. This, Was this there, well, we have like the American rating, which we abide by. Then we have the Canadian rating, which we also abide by. And then we have the Quebec rating. So it depends on what we're <laughs> we're talking about, but. I think yeah. I think the Matrix is 14 plus Quebec, but R-rated in the States. I think it's R-rated in the States and 13 plus here. Yeah, 13 plus Quebec, uh, and I think it's 14A Canada. Because I saw it I saw it in theaters, uh, the second or third one, and I'm not sure I was 13. Yeah, I was 12 no, I when those ones came so out. So I wasn't. Yeah, so. but I saw yeah. them with my, my family. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, The Matrix. Okay, the good one. I do have those on DVD. Um, but can you give me two seconds, real quick? I'll just go for a pee, and I'll <laughs> cut out that portion from the <laughs> the master editing. Sure. Stay, stay put, Do you want guys. Me to pause we'll, it? Be, we'll be back. No, no, I mean keep it keep, keep it going it live, and All I'll right. just cut it. Yeah, sounds right. good. Be, be right there. <laughs> You're gonna, gonna have random ass. ass narration for like a mi- two minutes when you go through the recording yeah, you, you you talk to yourself when i was away oh right? yeah and i did like old radio voices <laughs> like fred has been well, gone to good. the bathroom and times will tell when he's coming back <laughs> well that will gonna cut that portion for sure. oh yeah <laughs> but uh yeah sorry guys you know what that happens when you drink in your podcast at the same time don't do that at home mm-hmm. it's uh, you have there's some consequences to be expected <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there you go um so yeah we're talking uh, i think we're talking about the punisher but um are we still lock- looking at our collections do we still want to talk about like our most precious items or some things we're embarrassed about or well, well, I, did- I talked about some of the old marvel yeah. movies. is that what you're uh, most embarrassed about having in your collection it's like fantastic Whoa. four i can understand yeah i do have the first fantastic four it's not a great film um i do you know what i do have some interesting films though where um they're not that far i mean they're not that old but i know a movie or a few movies that i actually did enjoy and I think that I'm in the marginal uh, demographic or like uh, portion of cinephiles that really enjoy that film. But um, one DVD I have, and I do, I, I need to watch it soon. But um, do you like David Cronenberg as a as a filmmaker? Hit or miss. Hit or miss. Okay, so this is a miss for most people, but I do really remember. I do enjoy that film a lot. I have the movie Cosmopolis on mm, DVD. Robert Pattinson. Uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson. And I did... Um, some of my friends who are senior files like we are borrowed it and they hated that film. They, they couldn't finish it and they gave it back to me. And I'm like, oh, you, you just didn't get it. Uh, it's a really talky film about like uh, Occupy Wall Street and um like the divide the great divide between the rich and the poor in new york and whatever um it's not an exciting film but it's really intellectual and i do like it for that reason 
Um, so I do have a couple of DVDs like this where people didn't get it, but I did. And I'm like, no, I did enjoy and I can rewatch that film. So I don't know if you have a couple of those in your collection. I probably but. do, but I, I don't have that one, but I do have Eastern Promises from Cronenberg on DVD. It's a good film, Eastern Promises. Yeah. I do remember that one. It's good. Viggo Vigo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen, Vincent Cassell, and Naomi Watts. Naomi yeah. Watts, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen it, but it's pretty good. It's about uh, Russian organized crime in London, and it's quite yeah. interesting. Um, trying to think of all of the possibilities now. But you're talking before about like more like, uh, like prize possessions in the, in the collection yeah. or things that you're, you're happy to own. Uh, I have the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven on Blu-ray. That comes. I have it as yeah, well. The one I with the well, uh, yeah. the Roadhouse uh, cut, like with the overtures and all that as well. Yeah, I do. So have that it. is a great addition, well. not only for the movies and the director's cuts, but the plethora of special features on the the third disc. I oh, I have two discs on us. Uh, two discs on that that one. I don't have. Three. I have so three. Maybe I don't have. I don't have the same edition as that you do. I'll have to double check. Or maybe I have two. I can't remember. But on the on the special feature disc, there's like three hour documentaries. Okay, I didn't watch <laughs> yeah. it for sure. I have uh, my my attention span to documentaries is growing shorter. I don't and special features. I don't. I like the deleted scenes, um, some of the featurettes here and there, but I'm not as into special features as I once was, to be honest. It depends uh, on what it is and what they're trying to yeah. say. Case in point, going back to Star Wars, I found the special features on The Rise of Skywalker. There's a documentary about like uh, the, the sequel trilogy, if I'm not mistaken. Or like the making of, I think it's like a good hour to an hour and a half long documentary, and it's it's very fluffy. It's very like pat ourselves on the back, victory lap documentary, like very yeah, very yeah, corporate. Yeah. On the Last Jedi, there is a documentary. I believe it's called um, "The Director and the Actor," and it's about the relationship that Mark Hamill had with Ryan Johnson, and instead of being, which is interesting, it's yeah. a fascinating documentary a lot of it's filmed with like it's a love hate relationship yeah, yeah a lot of it was filmed with like cell phone footage it's not like mm-hmm. a formal produced uh made by the studio where they sit in front of the camera and they talk to the camera with uh, a green screen background this is very much like stock footage put together and it's assembled to create a narrative that's it was a really really interesting documentary especially since it didn't pull punches you, you see the documentary where mark Hamill's like i don't think you should do this and they, they were yeah, very yeah. candid I, literally this the like uh disagree with everything that you've decided yeah. with my character or something so like it was yeah. very interesting to have that except the kingdom of heaven i'll see if i have it but it, i have the normal blu-ray of last year yeah so I it's, guess it's on I there have it, i have so, it on yeah. the blu-ray too okay. Um, like I said, the Kingdom of Heaven special features, like one documentary is three hours. I think another one's like an hour and a half. Then you have like hours of featurettes and all that. There's just a, a wealth of information that was put in there. Like one of the things I remember is that Kingdom of Heaven actually started off as the, um, Napoleon. Wow. It was originally, Scott was working on the Napoleon movie. It was called Tripoli. 
and then it, it abandons <laughs> and then it became Kingdom of Heaven. <laughs> Because wow. it was the same writer and everything, and I, I can't help but wonder thinking about that now. If Kingdom of uh, if Napoleon with Scott that came out last year would have been better if it was the Kingdom of Heaven writer who worked on it. Maybe. Maybe. I think but we're still expecting the four-hour cut of Napoleon mm-hmm. on Apple TV+. Plus. So we'll see yeah. when that comes out and that changes our perception of the film. But um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But roughly, if you can give a number, like how many movies do you possess on disc? <laughs> if you had to guess. I know it's it's you can have a precise number. Me neither. But if you had to guess, how many? 250? I would say so for me as well. Maybe closer to 300 yeah. or not far off. But yeah, I think it's not far from I also have shows. If, if we're counting shows, it's probably closer to 350, especially when you factor in like multi-discs per season. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah, I would say 250 for the An average of 300. Yeah, yeah I think that much. makes yeah. the most sense, especially when you factor in things like I have uh, a Star Trek box set, for example. And it's it's one slip, but there's ten movies inside of it, for example. Yeah. And there's just things like that where we have to bear in mind that there might be more than one movie. I have Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire ones, but there's three movies in one case. Yeah. And same with my Kill Bill. I think it's two per in one case. So just trying to visualize it in my head, I'm like, it's hard to know for sure because one case doesn't per se mean one movie. <laughs> no, for sure, hundred percent. And I had the nightmare not like a while back, but I do remember like, okay, dude, like if I had to challenge myself to watch all my movies one after the other, how much, how many days, how many months that would take? Definitely weeks. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like, uh, no, more yeah. than that, I think. Like, well, throughout, no, maybe weeks. You're right. Maybe like a month or yeah. something watching everything. Six but, weeks, yeah. maybe. Six weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy though. <laughs> you have six week. We have six weeks total. Of just like entertainment uh, distractions from of, life. Of distractions from life. Yeah, yeah if you really want to play that card. But yeah, it's true. It's it's crazy when you think about it. But um, I'm proud of my collection though. I really, I'm I'm proudly like displaying it behind my camera when I'm actually having. Um, uh, video, video meetings, uh, video conference, Zoom calls, whatever. Uh, I'm taking them in my office, which is my man cave mm. as well. So I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of movie pro- pro- propaganda yeah. all around me. But I'm, what's, I'm happy. I'm happy. What's something it. that you want to include in your collection? Like for me, for example, oh, there's a lot a of question. especially when physical media might be dying out, like Best Buy's phasing out physical media. Uh, you can't buy Disney movies on physical in Australia, for example. What are things that you know are out there that you're like, hmm, maybe I should go pick up a copy just in case? Wow, that's a great question. What I should buy, but... Huh. Do you have an, a clear, a firm idea in mind? Because for I don't. For me, so I, I, I know I it's a lot of like classic cinema, like... I got an Amazon gift yeah. card and I was thinking it was like 20 bucks or something. And I was like, I can't get much with that, but 
I saw The Untouchables, for example, on Blu-ray, and it was like eleven dollars, and I'm like, I have The Untouchables on 4K. I don't know why it's 4K, like God knows why, but I have it on 4K. But it was was an example of like I was like I don't have it, and I should get it. And there's probably older movies like like Taxi Driver or Mean Streets, Scorsese's older movies that I, I could add into the collection. Um, like older bomb movies. I know they're available on Prime, but it's nice to own them. Uh, yeah. Maybe things that are more important from like a childhood point of view. Like I own Toy Story movies, but there are there things in my childhood that I'm missing? I'm going to have to start thinking about that. Um, mm. I have, yeah, I own Days and Confused, but I don't have Everybody Wants Some, and I can't seem to find it on streaming anywhere. So I'm like, should I go get a copy of that? Good point. Um, You know, talking about older movies, classics, and it's it's true that they're harder to find. You you need to look up in streaming services if you can actually find them. But I do remember the movies I used to study when I was in Cégep and university. But you know, like the Charlie Chaplin Mm. collection. Like the the best movies that he actually made. I think that's something eventually I should like buy, because I want to remember and watch those movies once in a while. Because I know that that's the origin of like comedic com- comedic cinema in a way. And action uh, cinema. That and Buster Keaton and action cinema as well. Yeah. Uh, that and Buster Keaton. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I should I should because there's a couple of Charlie Chaplin movies that I really do enjoy. Great Dictator. Like Modern Times and The Dictator. Mm-hmm. I do like the, those movies. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I should buy the and collection. I but. would put Buster Keaton as one of the greatest stuntmen of all time. Easily. Oh, for sure. Easily. 100%. With what do you, yeah, 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 100%. The fact that John Wick um, 2 opens with a homage to Buster Keaton, I think, speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. Which it's, it's true. I also the, own which, John Wick on which, physical uh, media. <laughs> But which John Wick opens Chapter two. to... Um, so you remember when he goes right on St. Catherine Street? Yeah. And then you see there's like a projection. They're projecting some Buster Keaton on the Victoria's Secret building. Really? Yeah. I need to rewatch that. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't and remember seeing that. That's so cool. The opening of John Wick Two, the the chase sequence, and filmed in Montreal. Filmed in Montreal. Filmed like, in Montreal. That chase sequence is on St. <laughs> Catherine Streets yeah. in Montreal. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So I remember seeing that in cinema, and everyone was going, "Woo, whoa, uh, yeah, exactly." Yeah. And then I, um, I saw John Wick Two in cinema with some of my friends. I had such a good time. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a anyway. part in the metro. Well, and uh, he goes to seek uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, and he goes to like the hobo. And that's uh, one of our metro stations as well. Blazar. Yeah, exactly. So I think. Yeah, yeah. it's Blazar. So yeah, I have all yeah. the John Wicks on physical media as well. Me too. Yeah. I have all the Brulers yeah. and the fourth one as well. I love the fourth one. Yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, not as much. <laughs> well, I, chapter two, I think, is my favorite. That's my chapter four, maybe like close behind, but yeah. chapter two is my chapter second two, favorite. I yeah, think. own all of them as well. Uh, I I want to have the the guys over over the summer to watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Blu-ray. I know yeah, we talked yeah. about. This, I think that is but, a good uh, hangout watch, and not just like press play on stream, but like put it in, into the player. As I was talking about at the beginning. There's something tangible. It's it's an experience, and the the scene in the movie when they're watching FBI, and they're they're having beer and pizza, 
I think it'd be fun oh, to oh, recreate oh, oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing to the screen. I think yeah, it'd be fun exactly, to do that. Yeah. And that's that's why we buy these movies, right? They, they, they mean something important to us. We like to share the experience with friends, family. Oh, you've never seen that before. Here, let me give you a copy. You can watch it yourself. Or come over to my place. Uh, I have this movie. I want you all to experience it with me. There's just something communal yeah. about it. And we watched uh, yeah once upon a time I, in hollywood for sure yeah, yeah. we watched um, barbie on streaming uh, not too long ago over at our casa over here and one of the gags was a little like uh, a little riff on the godfather to which of course my girlfriend had never seen <laughs> I the felt, i felt that uh, to, like I, deeply because I, i'm like i, I, I would attacked. do that because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i would do that I would too do that. and yeah, yeah, so yeah, i turned I to my girlfriend and i was like yeah. So we're watching The Godfather next, right? <laughs> so we, I, we popped in The Godfather like a few days later. <laughs> oh, she's brave. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't, my girlfriend wouldn't dare, I think, yeah, watch she, did, she liked so it, too. I can't really put it on. Yeah, she liked she it. She did. The yeah. fir- you did the first did one the first only? One. Or? We'll do the second one uh, later on. We'll create a bit of a buffer between the two. But she, oh, she thought it was maybe. interesting. She liked uh, Michael's story in particular. Okay. But I liked because that. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take, but I actually, I think, do prefer part two to part one. I prefer part one to part uh, two, but I think... It's close. Yeah. It's freakingly close. Uh, I do think But De looking Niro at the movies back to back... is fantastic yeah. in part two, though. And my, uh, Al Pacino as well. Yeah, I mean, there are... Two. I mean, Al Pacino is... Part two is the only movie to win part two. Yeah. Best Picture. It's the only sequel to ever win an Oscar for best picture so that i think that in itself is it yes it is it's still to this day i'm trying to remember yeah. is it yeah yeah oh i, I thought something else came along lord of the yeah. rings only won um, once for best picture the third one yeah, yeah. and it used to be vito corleone was the only character to win um with two different actors but hawking phoenix yeah. changed that when he won joker it's true, yeah. He fled yeah. with, uh, yeah. It's true. So it's it's, true. it's still Joker, but the two variations of Joker. So it depends on how you want to like look at that. But regardless, I took my copy of The Godfather off the shelf and I plunked it into the PlayStation. DVD or Blu-ray? I have it on DVD, but that's one of those ones I bought when I was a teenager. I bought it when I was like yeah. fourteen, and I don't think Blu-ray really existed then. And you know what? I don't mind owning that on DVD because the film grain is so pronounced and I, I yeah. prefer it with the film grain as opposed to being a restored. It's true though. Yeah, good point because I do, it's something I'm proud of as well, but I do have the Godfather trilogy collection on DVD, but it's the remastered version from Francis Ford Coppola. Um, and I, I was juggling with myself like, ah, should I rebuy it on 4K on in Blu-ray? But I rewatched it recently. I'm like, it still looks good. Like, they really did a good job, and the grain itself is really appealing when you watch it. So I do agree with you on that. I, I don't think I'll rebuy another, like, better edition of the Godfather movies. I do have the, the Godfather Coda ah. on Blu-ray. So it's the new edited version of Godfather Part 3 uh, by Coppola on Blu-ray. I do, ha- I do have that. Though. I haven't seen yeah. that cut yet. Is that any good? Like, does it make it better, worse, the same? <sighs> Better or worse, it's for you to decide, but there is a significant significant change in it that is 
borderline changing the meaning of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not a it, like when you look at it, it's not a big cut, but it does make all the difference. So I would say, yeah, watch it and come back to me with your analysis and your uh, appreciation. But yeah, it's it's it, it is a significant cut, even if that doesn't look like it in the runtime. It it's it is it is quite meaningful. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do a fair trade. You give me Godfather three to borrow, and I'll give you Daredevil. <laughs> Mm, deal, man. We'll do, we'll do yeah. the swap next time I the, see you in the, person. The, but, uh, the cinematic yeah, quality watch. is exactly on par. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. Uh, well, I mean, oh, that's no, that's hard because <laughs> Godfather Part Three, I actually do really like. No, that's it's my point. Even though, like, because Francis Ford Coppola's Godfather, <laughs> even isn't on the same level as Ben Affleck's Daredevil. So no, yeah. for sure. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't. No, no, that's unfair, yeah. man. I don't. <laughs> that's not a. That's not an appropriate comparison. No, that's my point. Godfather that's Part my point, Three exactly. is way over. Yeah, yeah. that's my point. I'm like, it's not a fair trade. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Let's do that next time we see each other in person. We'll do that swap. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're close to an hour. But before we close, I'm, do you want to do some like quick like rapid fires? Like, what else do you have in your collection? That sure. Happy? Like, I'm sure you have yeah. it as well. But like, I own the the Ocean's trilogy. I do have it yeah. as well. No, I I'm missing the second one. Ah. I have one in three. You have one in th- I'm missing twelve. I have twelve. <laughs> I think I got twelve. I want to say I went to a library. And they were selling it for like a dollar. And I was like, done. And I picked up a copy. Works great. There's no problems with it. It's on the shelf. I need to rewatch 12 because last time I saw it, I was like always really disappointed because it's such a different movie from the other two. It is a wildly uh, different movie. I would say I, I, I love the opener with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Brad Pitt when the, they're, yeah. they're in their little apartment together and he's... He's got like the muddy boots and everything, and he just like goes out the window. I think that was a pretty fun scene, but I think with twelve, it loses some of the dynamic of like the team. It becomes very much yeah. Damon Clooney and Pitt, and the other ones kind of yeah. get sidelined. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, I do I do agree? So I I haven't watched this movie for a while. Um, I do have all the diehards except for five on DVD. I don't have two and five, but I have one, three, and four. Really? Do two is good, man. You should buy two. I should pick it up. Yeah. Do semi-complete your semi-complete. collection. Uh, two is really good. But yeah. four, is good. four is a surprisingly fun movie. Four is fun. Yeah. Four is a four is great. The second die-hard best yeah. diehard movie, I would argue. Uh, I would argue third for me, third but you? close. I would do yeah, yeah. one, four, three, two, and then we don't speak about five. No, I would say one, two, four, three, and then five. But yeah, interesting. Uh, no, five you can just disregard yeah, completely. But exactly. yeah, I have. Uh, no, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I have parts of the Jurassic per- World and Jurassic Park series. Like I have Jurassic Park, Lost World. I have the Jurassic Park movies, not the Jurassic World. I movies. have yeah. Jurassic Park and Lost World. And I have, like, my dad's friend has, like, a bootleg version of Jurassic World. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. It's got, like, a completely different cover. But, like, you press play and the movie plays. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to question it. And my girlfriend actually enjoys uh, Fallen Kingdom. So she has a copy of that. But I try not to judge her too hard on it. <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Falling Kingdom. Yeah, I I wasn't a fan, but to be fair, Fallen Kingdom is a better movie than Dominion. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah. no, Dominion is complete shit. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that was I do not a good movie. Um, about it. I also have most of the Terminator movies as well. I got one, three, uh, one, two, and four. I I don't have two. I have one on Blu-ray, and I like this Blu-ray because it's the the case is red. Ooh, nice. <laughs> like it's not blue; it's freaking red. I know like, which one you're so talking like, about. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I got. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. I picked up T2 at the, have at the t- drugstore. Actually, I only have two Terminator movies. I have the first one and the fourth one. I don't have two. I don't have three. I don't have five. So it sucks. We're talking and about preserving six. like physical meaning and all that. You need to get a copy of T2. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. But you know, it's one of the things I'm. I'm really debating. You know what? That's a debate we can save from some for some other time. But I'm I think I'm in the m- biggest minority on Earth that actually prefers Terminator Terminator One to Terminator Terminator Two. I think Eric on Screen prefer Hub one. prefers the first one as well. I prefer the first one. I prefer the horrific like horror genre of the first one, the second one. Second one I think was spectacular on special effects, great action scenes, but it lacked They're tension. just they're different and movies. The tension I think. Yeah. Can, I think if you yeah. want like a sci-fi horror, the first one ticks all the boxes. The first if one you, is fantastic. If you want yeah. like one of the best action movies ever made, it's the second one there. I think it's unfair to compare them. Mm. No, it's true, but it's still action the first one. But yeah, uh, it's maybe it's something we can. It's a debate we can have with Eric eventually, yeah. and you can bring someone else to defend your <laughs> <laughs> your 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 end of the stick with the second one. But yeah, I do prefer the first one. And I'll just I'll um, do I'll run off a few just to, to close off. But uh, I got Social Network. I got a few of Miyazaki's movies. I have it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah, I got it on mm-hmm. DVD too. A few of Miyazaki's. I got both Top Guns. Uh, yeah, me too. Boys yeah. in the Hood, uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, In Bruges, Lawrence of Arabia, and Austin Freaking Powers. I have the first Austin Powers, yeah. not the only, two others. Only the first but I one. should buy the second one. I watched but the it. second one is good. I should buy the eh, second one. I didn't like it that much, but the first one is gold. Remember, oh, it's freaking funny. Yeah, I played poker with the guys, and I kept like. Alex went up and I just yelled like who is <laughs> who does, does number, number two, two work, work for <laughs> but yeah so but that's oh. freaking and one of my favorite movies gold, I also have it on physical but The Mummy with Brendan Fraser if you love Indiana Jones I have Jones, The Mummy collection yeah. as well and DVD and uh, you know what I have, this, I have the special box set that comes with the first Mummy movie, the second Mummy movie, not the third, but the Scorpion King. Oh, nice. <laughs> as the third disc. <laughs> I have that on DVD, but I haven't, I haven't watched in a while because the, the first Mummy is good. The first Mummy yeah, is good. The two others suck. The second one's like o- Mummy okay. 2 sucks. Yeah. No, not, ev- not even okay. It sucks. Mummy, mummy Return is not good. Third Mummy I haven't seen in I've never forever. seen it. Um, I had, but it's it's forgettable. Yeah. You, you don't need to watch it. And the Scorpion King. I, uh, I saw that pfft. in theaters. No, I haven't seen it in <laughs> theaters, but it's... Well, I don't know, actually. I think part of me part of me likes it. Um, it's not good. It's not but good at it's all. Maybe a, like a... No. No. But maybe you can even say it's a, like a... 
what was the term like a like a guilty pleasure guilty pleasure thank you I was forgetting yeah guilt pleasure at one point but yeah the mummy movies um just the first one if like you guys out there i think pretty much everybody's seen the mummy but just the first yeah. one you just watch the first one yeah do you have, um do you have any like rapid fires that you have rapid fires uh let me just check um i have the two ghostbusters film Okay. Second one sucks, so I still, I just watched the first one. It's like in a green box set. It's freaking hideous, but I do have it. Slime. <laughs> um, oh, I have the Star Trek collection. So the movies from the original cast. So the first six movies okay. I have it on Blu-ray. Uh, I do like it. I enjoyed that, that for sure. All the Mission Impossible films, like we mentioned in the first. All the Blu-rays, one to seven, I have those. Um... What else do I have? I have the Alfred Hitchcock classic collection Ooh. on DVD. So, like, this nice. best films on DVD I have. Uh, I have Watchmen, the uh, special edition. Yeah. So, the extended cut of I, Watchmen. I from feel like Zack I need Snyder. to get that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. You should definitely. Uh, man. Guess that's I have Dune on 4K. I get you have Dune for sure, but I, have, I don't know if you have, I have it on 4K on Blu-ray. But I have the collector's edition, so the mm-hmm. the box looks like the the box where Paul puts his hand in near the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and you take that out, and there's like a sleeve on the inside, and it just says Dune, and it's black, and it's with like the Atreides colors and signets and everything. Nice. And then you lift yeah. it open. And there's there's a slip for Dune, but there's an empty slip for Dune Two. For Dune Part Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. And you can have they did that with the Bond collection. Yeah. yeah you can yeah. like just slip the next good. one inside of it so that you'll have Dune housed in one set. And I'm like, ah, that's how you do it. All right, that's good. That yeah, like trying to push you to buy the second one, which we'll go see in theaters together. Yeah. I think we should in March. And because um, it's the same size, I'll probably buy the second one on 4K. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Apart from that, I think that's it. I have the original Halloween on 4K. That's pretty cool. Um, I think that's it, man. I mean, I have a lot of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can't go through all of lot. them, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy in Blu-ray, yeah. all three movies. Have them too. Um, oh, I do. You know what? Like, we can close on Star Wars, but I have so many different versions. But again, I ha- it's it's funny though how it works, and I know you'll tell me how it is for you. I have Episode One on Blu-ray. I have two and three on DVD, not on Blu-ray. I have four, five, and six. So both DVD versions. That you know what that special oh, edition 19, from 2006, the, the 2004 edition, right? Where it's like no, 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 2006, where you had the DVD versions and you had a second disc with the original yeah. version pre 1997. Yeah, I remember that. I have those for the the four, five, and six. So two disc DVD, one I mean, the, the the original cut, remastered version on DVD, and the original cut. Yeah. So I have those, and then I have the original trilogy on Blu-ray as well. <laughs> and after that, I have the sequel trilogy on Blu-ray. Uh, that's and I have Solo and Rogue One. Yeah, and that's it on for Star Wars. I have that's my Star Wars collection. Four or five and six on VHS. <laughs> 
I had those. I don't have them anymore. I have them I on my shelf. They're um, because mine came in like a little box set. They're basically um, yeah. a little like end cap for for a shelf, so you, I can use it to like support the weight. So it's a nice little like end cap. It's like, more of a decoration. I should have kept those. Yeah, I should have kept those. My dad had it. Oh Jesus. The gold VHS edition, like oh, um, you have those and those for yeah. 1997. I, I had the, those, but I I, I had fuck, the 80, I think my dad still has. I them. think mine was the 85 box set. Wow, yeah. I should I try uh, I should look for them. I mean, maybe eventually they're gonna be worth something, but I should look for them and find them again. Yeah. I do have those VHSs, the 1997 special edition. Um. And apart from that, you have everything on Blu-ray, right? Something yeah, everything like on Blu-ray. I remember getting episode one on VHS at Blockbuster Video day one because we pre-ordered it. And they gave us this little like collector book. I don't have the VHS anymore, but I still have the collector's book. That's good, man. Yeah. I'm trying to find for episode two and three. You remember those steel books, individual steel books that they... 20th century yeah, 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 Fox yeah. Soul. It has like the face on it. There right? were, it's like one character's yeah, face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I have that one for episode one. I'm trying to find episode two and episode three with those, but they're, you're, they're, I think you they're can't out of find them discontinued. Yeah, unless you go to like eBay and pay an Yeah, discontinued, but you can find them on Marketplace. So I, I, I need to find someone who's willing to sell them for a reasonable price. But I think I would buy those, yeah. and then my Blu-ray collection would be, like, complete. I have the Trilogy yeah. Blu-ray collection, so, like, uh, 4, 5, 6, that's, like, a DVD Blu-ray combo, and Yoda's on the cover, and then 4, 5, 6, Blu-ray, Vader's on the cover. The Vader, yeah, I have the Vader one, not yeah. the Yoda one. But I got uh, the Yoda yeah, one for free, basically, like because when HMV closed, free? I had nice. the HMV points card, and I went to HMV when they announced they were closing, I cashed in my points, got it for free, and then I went back like a few That's days good. later just to like see if I can use the, the remaining points. And they were like, oh, because we're closing, we're not taking the points anymore. I'm like, sucker, I already redeemed my points. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, HMV, rest in peace. Uh, I miss HMV. I one of the last... Yeah, la- one of the last Blu-rays I bought from HMVs, I think, was Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise. I think that's one of the last Blu-rays I bought there. Show me the uh, money. 2017. Yeah, show me the money. 2017, I think, if I'm not mistaken, when HMV closed. I can't remember the last one I bought back. there, but I remember just getting a whole bunch of great deals over the year. I know it's 2017. That's the li- like the one on St. Catherine, like the one downtown. Yeah. I think that one closed in 2017. I three think. stories yeah. of goodness. <laughs> it was three stories. True. Yeah. There was that. There was a basement for sure. I don't remember. There was a second floor, but yeah. Yeah, there's the second floor, yeah. the first floor, and the basement. Basement was like. Now it's a Canada uh, Canada Goose <laughs> yeah. uh, retailer now, but yeah. Uh, uh, is it? No, it's it, no, no, it's still know. Canada Goose. Yeah. I think. As far as I'm I aware. Think so yeah. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. All right, man. Uh, one hour and twelve minutes. I think we've. Uh, I think we're. We've done it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> impressive collection. Three hundred movies, give or take, each of us. So that's six hundred movies total. Yeah. Uh, and counting. Both of us. That's a lot of movies and counting. That's a lot. Of, and for sure, I think Sean and myself will continue to buy some here and there. Exactly. I don't know for how long, but we'll still. 
keep until doing until I yeah. run out of shelf room, which is basically tomorrow. It's it's close by yeah. for me too. I mean, I, I need to find additional space, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're almost. All there. right, bro. Um, so next episode, we'll talk about our most anticipated of 2024. We'll do that before January if you're if we're able, but I f I'm sure we're able. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk about maybe some of the guests we want to have for the next year, what we'll be changing, what we won't be changing. And uh, yeah, I think we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. Exactly. Sounds good. Um, as always, we're available on Spotify, Apple as well. Uh, and all the podcasts get housed on the ScreenHub Entertainment site, screenhub.blog. Give a review. Yeah. Give a like, share it around. Appreciate it. That's your your New Year's resolution is to spread the good word of the Film and Spirits podcast. Spread the good word, guys. On that note, happy 50th, Sean. Happy 50th to our listeners. And we'll be back soon with uh, the movies from 2024. Stay tuned, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks for listening.